Welcome to Houseplant Homebody. I'm your host, Holly, and I am here to tell you all about my favorite thing, plants. You ready? Thanks for tuning in to the eighth episode on June 30th, 2020. We will be talking about the impactful landscape plant, Allium. If you want to see more from Houseplant Homebody, you can find me at Houseplant Homebody on Instagram, Facebook, Pinterest, and YouTube. Or visit my website where you can find all of those links at www.houseplant-homebody.com. Also, join me on Patreon for exclusive podcasts and YouTube episodes, early access to podcasts, and exclusive content. Let's dive in. Allium is a plant that comes in several different varieties, sizes, and colors, and it has the potential to make a huge impact based on its flower size, its plant size, the length it's blooming, and the different varieties that you have for your landscape. It's commonly known as ornamental onion. The origin was kind of fuzzy depending on where I looked at it. Most places end up saying around the Central Asia area is where this plant originated from, but it can grow in many different environments, except for obviously brutally cold or tropics. So usually this plant is anywhere from zone four and I've seen it up to zone eight. The allium is actually from the daffodil family, which is also called the Amaryllidaceae family. I hope I didn't butcher that. Other plants that are also in that family are, you guessed it, onions, chives, garlic, daffodils, amaryllis, quite obvious, and also something called African lily. The African lily we've actually had at the garden center that I used to work at. It's not hardy here, but it's a really pretty tropical. There are hundreds of different varieties of allium. I'm just going to name a couple And that doesn't even start scratching the surface of other varieties, other looks, other styles, size, flowers, colors, leaves, etc. So one I'm going to mention is Purple Sensation. It's a very common bulb cultivar of Allium. I might want to mention that the Allium comes in the perennial form that you can buy like in the quart size, the gallon sizes from the garden centers. And they also stem from growing bulbs. And you've seen it both ways. It's become more popular as the perennial, the landscape plant perennial. But bulbs are also very, very popular because they're the early bloomers. So back to Purple Sensation. That is one of the common bulb cultivars. It can reach about three feet tall when it's blooming in late spring. And it has a large purple flower head. And it looks like there's a million tiny little purple flowers on the top of that flower. It almost looks like it's fake. It looks like it should be from Horton Hears a Who. (laughs) Another cultivar is called Star of Persia. It's very similar in its growth as the purple sensation, how it grows, what it kind of looks like but the flowers are slightly different and the size of the plant is slightly different so the bloom time is about the same maybe a little bit later and the actual flower heads can reach between 8 to 10 inches wide very very big flowers and the flowers on the head are a little bit more sporadic they don't form like a perfect ball another variety that's the perennial side of things that we grew at the garden center and that I sold lots of I actually love them it's called summer beauty allium These guys have very dense foliage. 
even when they're not blooming, they're so pretty. Everyone at the garden center, we had a bunch of them planted right outside the garage doors and everyone was always wondering what they were, even when they weren't blooming. So they're very, very beautiful, very thick foliage. And when they're blooming, they bloom for a long time. They bloom for almost over a month and they consistently have very pretty purple blooms that are about maybe two inches wide. And the actual plant can reach up to about two, two and a half feet. So it's a great border plant or just a filler plant. They're beautiful. I'd highly recommend them for your landscape. They make a huge impact with being such a small plant. So on my website, houseplant-homebody.com, I will put more cultivar and hybrid names, and I'll include a couple Latin names. There's a lot of them out there. I'm actually going to put the varieties that I find in the Manual of Herbaceous Ornamental Plants by Stephen M. Still on my website. If someone's looking for a really good book to learn a lot about perennials, definitely check that out. All right, so now let's talk about all the components that make this plant thrive. Okay, so Allium thrive in mostly full sun. They can handle a little bit of part sun. I've put them in part sun before and they do just fine, but they bloom the best, the longest, and they become the fullest when they're in a lot of sunlight. The ones at the garden center were in total full sun and the plant was really, really full and thick and it had a ton of flowers on it. Alliums are actually considered drought tolerant. So once they're established, you don't need to water them. Even when they're getting established, there's not a ton of maintenance. You're going to have to water them occasionally while getting established, but once they're established, you shouldn't have to do anything. The other great thing about these plants is there's really no serious disease or pest issue, which is awesome because they're very low maintenance plants. So if you're looking for something to fill in that front of your landscape to be the short thing that's going to be right in front of your shrub that you don't have to worry about, you don't really have to trim or maintain too much, Allium's your guy. I mean, I would cut it back in fall after it starts to look gross, but that's just me. You do you. Okay, so another thing that I'm going to talk about is fertilizer. I talk about this with the house plants and the landscape plants a little differently. So house plants tend to be, in my opinion, a little more sensitive than landscape plants. Landscape plants are meant to survive in the elements outside where they're growing. So the fertilizer really just enhances the plant. It's always recommended that you feed with at least an all-purpose fertilizer, and you can use that all-purpose fertilizer on literally your whole yard. All of your plants, all the shrubs, the perennials, even if you have some annuals, you can use all-purpose fertilizer on anything. All-purpose fertilizers come in the water-soluble, which is a little bit more maintenance because you have to use it more frequently, and you're welcome to do that. A lot of people use that with the annuals to get the best blooms for the time you have them for. But what I would recommend is using a slow-release fertilizer. You can put it down as soon as you start to see the plant poking up out of the ground, and that will last for a few months, depending on which kind of fertilizer you're using. So I've used a few different kinds. Scott's has a fertilizer called Osmocote that I've always used, which has always done well. You could go the organic route, and you could do Melorganite, which is actually based out of Milwaukee, which is cool. Or you could do another brand called Espoma, which is also organic. With the Espoma product, you would really only need to use the garden food, which the nutrient levels are at a 10, 10, 10. So it's just like an all-purpose fertilizer, but it is organic. So let's go into a little bit more detail about these flowers. 
Like I said, there are so many different varieties out there and so many different styles of flowers, but you're going to find two really common ones. One is it looks like it should be from Horton Hears a Who. It's like a ball of little mini purple flowers and from a distance it just looks like a giant purple lollipop. There's that one. There's also a very common one that's the Star of Persia like I mentioned earlier which is the same type of growth but the flowers are not so dense. With the allium that have the very dense flowers, they come in the bulb form and the perennial form. The colors range from a range of purple, pinks, I've seen them in white, almost like a purple blue. I haven't seen a pure blue, but I've seen a purple blue. All of those different colors. There's also more of a native variety that has a yellow flower. That one is similar to Star Persia where it's very sporadic flowering on the top of it but even more sporadic and spread out, and it hangs off the stem a little bit. The bloom time of these flowers also depends on the variety you're getting. For example, the Globemaster Allium, which I'll list on the website, is a bulb. So the Allium bulbs are planted in fall, so that means those bulbs are blooming in spring. If you're going with the perennials like Summer Beauty Allium, as I was talking about earlier, it blooms in the summer. So you'd be finding it blooming right around now, in June, and it would be blooming for at least a month. So you don't need to cut them back in order to get more blooms like some perennials you do, this one you don't, which is really, really nice. So just to recap everything we just talked about, alliums love the sun. Make sure if you can put them in full sun, even if it's like a south side, they'll do great. These plants are drought tolerant, so once they get established, probably after a year or two, you don't need to be watering them. There are no serious disease or pest issues, which is wonderful. So low maintenance and can fit anywhere in your yard. I promise you. Fertilizing is always recommended with landscape plants. The easiest thing I've found is to use a slow-release fertilizer or a slow-release all-purpose fertilizer that will last a few months. That way, it's not a lot of maintenance. All you gotta do is put it down when you start seeing the plant popping up. You're good to go. As for the allium flowers, it ranges on the variety you're getting, whether you're getting a bulb or a perennial, that will determine the time it blooms. And from there, you can really choose whatever variety you want. I've seen in other garden centers, they have just racks of allium bulbs. They're becoming more and more popular and they range from purples, pinks, and whites usually. Sometimes they even come in a variety so you can get all three colors all in one pack of bulbs, which is really cool because then you don't have to choose. For those of us that don't like to make decisions, they made it for you. <laughs> so the, the bloom time depends on if you're doing the perennial plant or the bulb. And the flower type is just based off your preference. You should be able to find at least the bulbs in several colors. The perennials, I really haven't found a ton of variation besides pinks and purples or like in-betweens, but they're still beautiful and the plant is thick and gorgeous. Okay, so let's go over some other random facts. Allium are actually resistant deer, voles, chipmunks, and rabbits. Now, I warned you about this in the Baptisia episode, but deer will eat anything if they're hungry enough. But because the common name is ornamental onion, believe it or not, they smell like onion and therefore taste like onion. So these animals are not going to like eating that very much. 
the odor itself will steer them clear. And just so we're also clear, this plant does not emit a disgusting onion odor. If you break the leaf, you can smell it, but other than that, it's not like it just radiates onion grossness. If you haven't figured it out, I don't like onions. Sorry, people. Just can't do it. Okay, so as I said earlier, the bulbs are planted in fall and only fall. I've never seen an allium bulb that you would be planting in spring. If you're planting the perennials, the ones you get in like the one gallon pot at the garden centers, you can plant those at any point. Again, keep in mind, it's better to plant perennials a little bit earlier than too late in the fall. Otherwise, they won't get established in time. That's confusing. Okay, let's back up. If you're getting allium bulbs, you'll be planting them in fall like you would any other fall bulb, like a daffodil or a tulip. If you're getting the allium as a perennial, comes in like a one-gallon pot, a quart, whatever, those can be planted at any time, but shouldn't be planted too late because the root system is different than a bulb. It needs to get established. Capiche? Cool. Also, another little fun fact, the allium variety Millennium was named 2008's Perennial of the Year by the Perennial Plant Association. Isn't that cool? So that's when the allium perennial craze, I think, started to play into effect. Once it's advertised as the perennial of the year, everyone wants it. We sold out of them like all year in 2018 when I worked at the garden center. But Millennium isn't the only variety that's wonderful. We sold Summer Beauty for years and has been the most consistent allium perennial that we've had at that garden center. So you do not need to just get the perennial of the year. There are several varieties that still work great. But also, how cool would that be to say you have 2018's perennial of the year? Ooh, you know what you should do? You should collect all of them so you can have them in a row. Like 2017, 2018, 2019, 2020's perennial of the year. Wouldn't that be cool? Maybe that's just my garden fantasy. Who knows? <laughs> Another little fun fact is these guys are awesome for cut flowers. They make a huge impact with their size and their color. So whether you're using the bulbs that get gigantic or even the perennials because they produce so many flowers, it's not going to take away from your plant outside at all. They can make your table or your end table or just any vase or even a bouquet you're giving your significant other. Really, really cute. Also keep in mind they're ornamental onions. So they might smell a little bit like onion when you cut them. It's not going to ruin the moment though, I promise. Thanks for listening to the eighth episode of Houseplant Homebody, all about Allium. And this is just a reminder that you can find more at Houseplant Homebody on Instagram, Facebook, Pinterest, and YouTube, or visit my website where you can find all of those links at www.houseplant-homebody.com. And don't forget to join me on Patreon for exclusive podcasts and YouTube episodes early access to podcasts, and exclusive content. Your support means the world, and I can't wait to bring you guys more and more plant bios and info. Don't forget to check back every Tuesday for new podcasts and YouTube episodes. From one houseplant homebody to another, see you next time. Lots of mistakes for some good bloopers this time. Which is also called the... Oh my god every time I have to say this. These families are so complicated to say. 
Can I just say daffodil family? <laughs> that fits with more acidic loving plants. I can just delete the whole part. It's really unnecessary. It's not even about allium. Really close to him. You'll be able to kind of smell the onion-y, like onion smell. That clarified it. Clarified it? Oh my god. Thank you for listening to the fourth. Wow, I didn't update the end topic at all. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the... Is it... Oh my god. What episode am I on? I'm on eight! Woo!